You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke. I am so happy to introduce you to our guest today because Ramona Robbins is our guest and she is probably, I'm just going to say, of all the photographers that I've worked with, like definitely in my top two. Very That's huge. Right? Well, I don't know how big my pool is, so don't be too excited. But a super talented photographer, a creative visionary in my mind, and has been doing her own thing and running her own business. And you guys have probably heard her name because I interviewed her husband, Shane Reynolds, who's a videographer, and he just thinks she likes shoot the moon. And half of his podcast was really about you. So this is like Ramona Robbins part two. Crazy. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm excited to be here. I am so excited to have you because I'm, okay, so something else you don't know that I totally admire about you, Ramona, is that my very best, one of my very best friends, um, Mandy Good, is my favorite hugger of all time, and then you're like a close second. You give the most authentic and genuine hugs I have like ever received. They're just like soul filling. I'm definitely a hugger. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. It really stands out. And I'm excited to talk about your photography. What drives you creatively? And I know we're just going to get on that. So let's just start. Um, I'm curious, how old were you when you realized you wanted to be a photographer? Is it a calling? Like, did it find you? Uh, Actually, no, um, it didn't. I I dabbled with it like when I was 19. I, I went to um, a community college and took a night class, a photography class at night. You know, it's funny is I wasn't even interested in the technical stuff like calculating f-stops and, you know, guide numbers and whatnot so that bored me. But I really loved the dark room. And uh, I, my professor would have to kick me out at night because I found his extra stash of paper and I would just get really creative with the developing process. And so, I mean, I I, I enjoyed it. It was a hobby. Um, definitely not something that I ever thought that I would do as a career. I actually didn't launch my business until 2007. Really? So yeah. So um, I don't know if I really want to tell you my age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very young. So my grandma says you don't tell, uh, you don't rebuild two things, your age or your next move. So I'm okay that all right all right that's cool <laughs> but I'm pretty old <laughs> you know it's better late than never and I mean it, I, I have my degree in biology so I was definitely mm-hmm. on a different path for sure but things happen and in life you know with those hurdles and things like that and I just kind of fell back into photography more so like just from traveling a lot okay yeah that's awesome oh so I moved into this area 2015, I worked for the Okaloosa County TC, and I remember we needed photos, and like four people were like, you've got to call Ramona. She can capture the water. She knows this area. She knows the wind and the light and the surf and all of these things, and I mean, that to me, from 2007 to 2015, you really made a reputation for yourself that was very positive. That's awesome. So, I think I knew you before you knew me because people were definitely like whispering your name and everything. But and recently we've had the opportunity to work on some cool, beautiful beach projects together, which has been kind of fun. I've loved every moment. 
it's never a dull moment with you girls. <laughs> so, okay. So you didn't necessarily want to be a photographer when you grew up and, you know, had just kind of a journey there. What did you want to be? A biologist. Yeah. I, you know, I loved animal behavior and ecology, you know, anything like just to be out in nature. So but you still get to do that because it's cool kind of come around full circle. It, it has interesting. Yeah. Cause some of the coolest stuff I've seen you're swimming with sharks which I find to be terrifying, but very cool because I'm very pro shark. Swimming with sharks, which Shane said is an addiction, so we can get your take on that. And yes, then really I've seen some really cool just underwater stuff that you've done. And so to have, I mean, how how much of an edge do you think it gives you to kind of know the science side of what you're shooting? You're not just out there at doing what is asked of you. Oh, it's definitely been very helpful. Um, it helps to understand their behavior. You know, like if you understand the behavior and conditions, then you get better shots. I mean, I basically apply what I know on land, like topside shooting, and it comes to being creative and doing second curtain shots and things like that. But like being underwater, everything is different. The elements are different. The lighting is way different and far more challenging. But I think, yeah, basically like understanding like the behavior of these animals and the condition, water conditions, and that definitely, it's a nice marriage. Well, it certainly produces some pretty amazing results. I've worked with you a couple of times. I'm normally up in the house, like doing things, but I love to observe you on set. Walk me through what you're thinking. Like I can, I can almost like see the creative vision, like coming together and you're really like, Oh, what about this? What do you think about this? I mean, where does that come from? You think, I mean, everything is like, I, you know, I try, I know it's, it's very good to plan things, mm. but you also have to have a very open mind because like everything is, things can be very unpredictable. And a lot of the times, I mean, you don't really know like what all the circumstances are going to be like. It's not all laid out for you the way that you have envisioned it. So you have to be willing to evolve it and adapt to different scenarios. You know, you meet the people, you meet the models, you get to know their personalities or, you know, just ideas just start popping up just based off of the environment, you know, as well, like additional yeah. ideas and you just kind of roll with it, just have fun with it you know, and make sure that they're having a good time too, because then they give you more of themselves, you know? So I definitely like to photograph only people that like to be photographed. <laughs> <laughs> that is very well said. <laughs> I, I hate being photographed, but I will say, you have texted me two images that you've taken of me, one that I never thought would see the light of day, and then the other that I asked for, because I, I knew that it happened, and we'll share it because the one, the one photo is probably the most authentic and natural photo I've ever taken in my life. And no one has ever captured me like that. And I just don't know how you know when it's, you just make everybody feel so comfortable. Like I'm pretty uptight sometimes, like trying to think. You? No, you're not. Oh, oh my God. God. You're so fun like, and wonderful. Oh my God. I love working with you. Seriously. Stop. But this, but this photo, I was just like, oh my gosh, that's like relaxed Chantel. Like, how do you do that? Is it just, you know, the moments in between the moments when people aren't looking or just you see something that most people don't see? I'm so intrigued by that. Essentially, I mean, you kind of just said it. I mean, basically it was like a moment in between and you were relaxed at that moment, you know, like it was pretty nice. We were enjoying the view and the ideas that we were throwing out and just, you just seemed at peace with everything. Like, you're like, this is going to be a great shoot today. Like, I don't know. I just got that vibe <laughs> off of you and you just looked so pretty. Like with the lighting, the lighting just was, you just looked peaceful. 
and I thought it was pretty. That lighting That's was all. incredible, and it could have made a cereal box look good. But I will tell you, it was <laughs> probably my favorite image and mm -hmm. ever in my life. And I think we can be so critical of ourselves, like what we look like in photos. And it's so difficult to be like, okay, well, I'm not as thin as I would, you know, wish I were in this photo, or I'm not as young as I used to be or whatever. But I think we just have to appreciate every image because it documents our life. Absolutely. And you know, I get it. I'm the same way. I do not like to be in front of the camera at all. And, and when I know that there is a camera there, I take awful photos. I do. I, just, I don't, I don't photograph well because I do, I do the same thing. I clench up. I get, you know, you can see that I'm nervous, but then I see photos that are candid and, you know, of my, of me. And I always seem to like those photos, you know, which is saying a lot because I don't really like any photos of me, but you know, that's just me. <laughs> I know. I was at Shane's office yesterday and I saw a pretty cool cover of a magazine photo of you with like retro aviator I was like holy night that is the coolest <laughs> how do you keep your creative juices flowing what other things do you like to do to keep that creativity going? well I basically like when I have slow periods you know because as a freelancer sometimes I'm super busy and I don't have time to do things but then like when I slow down to keep myself happy because I, I can actually get pretty depressed and get anxious. Like I get anxiety, you know, like if I don't have a lot of work coming my way. And so what I do is I start doing these creative projects. Like I was doing the underwater photos in the pool or in the springs or I get out there and just dive, you know, but I, I, I do, I come up with like creative projects. Like the last shoot that I did with my friend, you know, we went to Cypress Springs and that was really fun, you know, and it's exciting because like I'm, I'm doing something that's personal for me. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about like a client's perspective on how they want things captured. It's like, it's my show, you know? Yeah. And that's really the best way to, to keep, you know, you're, you're constantly practicing, you're evolving, you're allowing your, you know, your craft to evolve. I think that's really important. That's so interesting. I can, I think a lot of creatives will find that relevant. When what you're passionate about creatively becomes your job, it's so, it feels so different when you're being tasked with it, lose the creative direction maybe of what is happening and it can feel less creative and more like a task. Exactly. And that's, that's the funny thing is I, I never say I have to go to work. And that's the beauty of what I do is that I don't think that I'm going to work. Right. Is every, every assignment that I have is unique. So that always keeps me on my toes, you know, like, and that's what I love about what I do. You know, I couldn't do the same thing over and over and over again, because I think it would get pretty boring, you know, and then I wouldn't feel like I was growing and just stagnant. Yeah, no, I can definitely feel that. And what do you, I mean, what kind of advice could you offer maybe a budding photographer? Because you do, you're doing your craft. You obviously have to feed yourself, right? So there's that mix between I need to work to pay the bills or whatever, but I also want to do the projects that I love. I mean, how do you balance that and do it in a way where you feel fulfilled, but then you're also able to attract more work. And I mean, I can imagine that's just a balance. Those personal projects. I'll tell you right now, because I mean, like, because when you start and using social media as your platform, and I know I'm not the greatest at it, but like, you know, if I do personal projects and I post them and then other people, like other potential clients see it, you know, that usually leads to more work. You know, like I did like an underwater project at the time, six-year-old daughter, and that got me three underwater gigs, you know, and, yeah, and it, I wasn't even trying to do that, but like, you know, things like that. Never be afraid to experiment. Like, 
don't be afraid to break the rules. Like I know like there's like, you know, a certain set of rules, but you know, that's, you can apply that to anything in life. But you know, like once you learn the rules, it's fun to break them, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of find your, your own way, your own style that like separates you from others, you know? Yeah. I love that so much. And keep shooting, just keep shooting. Disruptors are so amazing, I think, because you're willing to to say, okay, you know this is safe and you know this is going to be the best end result, but just taking that risk and being willing to kind of push the boundaries a little bit usually results in something amazing. It's something that you learn. And, you know, that to me, it takes certain in types of individuals to be willing to go down that route. And to be an opportunist. Yeah. Like, you know, if you see something, capture it. Like, you know, even if it's something that a client doesn't want, because, you know, you never know. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you see something, put it out there, like capture it, you know. Yeah, our art director, Janae, she... <laughs> Because we'll ask, okay, Janae, this is what it needs to look like, you know, boom, boom, boom. And so she'll give us that, but then she'll also give us what she thinks it should look like. And I would say nine times out of 10, we go with what her instincts are, what yeah. her talent, you know, is, is bringing to the table because it's just so much better than what we asked for. It takes a village, like diversity, it's diversity. You know, you're diversifying your ideas and expanding them. So one thing that Shane and I talked about a little bit, but was got me so curious, was the dynamic when you have two Uber creatives in the same household. I love it when that happens. (laughs) I love it too. My husband's super creative in different ways and I'm creative, but it can... For us, I think it can either be way too much creativity where we're just like, no one's doing the real life stuff that no one wants to do. You know? Yeah. Like paperwork and things yeah. like that. We're so horrible about that. It's horrible. Right. Paperwork, anything. Oh no. It's, it's terrible. There's a fault there, but. But pretty amazing because <laughs> you guys have worked on some cool projects together. We do. We do. And like, he's amazing. Like he keeps my creative juices. He keeps, he brings me up when I'm down. You know what I mean? Like, because he is so creative and, you know, and encouraging. I mean, I wouldn't be here today doing what I do if it wasn't for him, because I was always fearful of like, I can't be a freelancer. Like, that's just too scary for me. Like I need like something set and solid, you know, but he was doing it and he was just like, you could totally do this. And like, slowly we started to adapt to that way of life and we've made it happen you know so you can't, it is doable I mean it's safer to work for yourself I think it's no different like if you worked for a company that got shut down right I mean like, yeah. there's no guarantees in life or if you get fired for this reason or that like it's pretty cool being your own boss <laughs> I, agree. You know? I totally agree with that I think that stability is an illusion it absolutely is it can totally be taken from you at any time and nothing's guaranteed and I am a big believer in multiple streams of revenue So I don't like putting all of my income in one basket because I feel like, you know, and and that's just something that I was trained to do because my husband was constantly moving our, you know, we were moving with his job being in the military. And so there would be locations where I made a really good income, but then there are other locations where I had to stop at the start at the very bottom or whatever. So we never really could rely on what I was making. And so it just became this like, okay, well, I'm going to do this, but I'm also going to do this, this, and this. And if I lose one, it's whatever. I've got these other things. Right. And that's what I love about owning your own business is the freedom and the flexibility to take on additional things. True. Absolutely. 
And I mean, like, and that's, I couldn't encourage that more with people because like, you know, you just never know, like anything can happen, yeah. anything. So why not just work for yourself and make yourself happy and make your own schedules. And, you know, you can still be responsible. You can still pay your bills. Like if you have, you know, the motivation enough to do it, like I'm horrible at promoting myself. I don't ever market myself. Like I've been very fortunate. Like a lot of it is through word of mouth. It's the hardest. It's hard for us too. Like our agency's marketing is worse than any of our clients marketing. It's easier to do it for someone else. It's so much easier to it's do crazy. it. It is, I think leaves amounts. And then not only that, I will say, especially because my business has my grandmother's name on it. I am so leery about what I put out there. Sometimes we sit on things for too long because I just don't feel like it's right. And I would never, I would tell my clients like, just it's, fine. Let's test it. Let's, you know what I mean? And it's exactly. always, that is the right advice. It's just hard to listen to when it comes to yourself. Absolutely. It's harder when it's your, when it's yourself for sure. You know, but if I just got out there and started marketing myself, self-promoting myself better, I'm sure I'd be a whole lot busier, but I'm pretty, I'm happy where I'm at. Like I'm doing great. You know, we're comfortable financially. You know, I get to be a mom, yeah. you know, Your it's daughter's just, so beautiful. It's like off the charts. Thank you. Thank you. Oh she's so fun. I, I can't wait to see what she's like when she grows up <laughs> between the two of us. But, um, <laughs> she's, like, she's definitely a character. She is a character. She have like, um, can you see a lot of creativity? Like I'm, all kids are creative. Everyone's creative, but do you see like a strong propensity for that? Yes. In yes. Like she actually, for kindergarten, she won most creative award in her class. She's just very imaginative. Like, I guess it's because she's an only child that you can just set her off to the side. She can just do her own thing and she'll just make up her own story. She'll write her own stories. She's wow. been like her art style lately has been fascinating. Like she's been doing like cute like Picasso style cubism, like just on her own, like crazy multi, like mixed media stuff. Like she drew this angel with permanent marker and painted it watercolor, like winking eye. And the other eye opened was like a detailed, like iris drawing. And like she put on like um, aluminum cans that she cut to make the wings. Like fix mm. when she did this. So we, you know, after that, I was like, you know, you're going to art class, you know, because I want you to expand in this. Like it's something that she really loves. She just does it on her own. And so I definitely think that she's, she's going to be very creative. She's not going to be a nine to fiver at all. Like not at all. That's so good. Cause I think the world needs a lot more creative people. And she it, might be president. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> parents that I know that I know now this could totally be different people that I have never met in my life so people do not need to send me hate mail about this but all the creative parents that I know are so much more open to creative children it's just like you recognize the value in creativity and you want to foster it most of the creative parents that I know are asking their children what solutions they want to be a part of as adults and not what they want to be when they grow up like it's just total mind shift and I, I think that's huge it's gonna. It's a, a new generation, that's for sure, you know? But it is like you need creativity. I mean, whether you're an accountant or a photographer or a doctor, you know, a surgeon, like everyone needs creativity. You can apply it to every field out there. And, and everyone is creative even if they think they're not. Absolutely. That's why I was like an accountant, you know? Like who think math is like creative. It's just like formulas, but you can still be creative on how you do things. Like if you're a tax accountant, like if you're clever and creative, you know, you can do great things for your clients. 
That is awesome. Well, I'm curious what is next for you? Any cool projects or I, I kind of know the answer to one thing, but what is What's coming up for Ramona? Well, I, you probably know, you're probably thinking of the Maldives. Yes. That's, that's kind of a big deal. Um, I'm yes. going to be teaching an underwater workshop with my husband. He's doing the video and I'm doing the stills. And surprisingly, more people seem to be interested in the still aspect mm. of underwater imagery, and um, which is interesting to me because I actually want to do more video. It's way more forgiving underwater because I so, like I'm a perfectionist and like there's just so many particles in the water and like with video, it just, they move along with the image and it's a part of the scene but like in photography it's just a bunch of spots and it just makes me crazy but anyway um so definitely Maldives which I think is so huge yep and I'm headed to the Grand Cayman at the end of this month to do a photo workshop with underwater um he's like the leading underwater photographer right now and also an author and marine biologist that's another thing back to the other question that you asked about suggestions that I could give to like budding photographers is like do you take workshops Oh. You know, they're fun and exciting. They're stimulating. You meet other like-minded people. Um, and that is a great way to help you grow. So I'm doing that at the end of the month. And uh, I'm very excited about that. Very cool. That sounds like dream work to me. Like, you know. It's a tax write-off. <laughs> and that is the best tip for small enough for business owners. <laughs> yes. You give yourself professional development, creative inspiration, and it's a tax write-off. I love mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. Well, Ramona, I always love talking to you because I feel like it just feeds my soul. And I think other people, I know other people will feel that way as well. And I am so grateful for the time that you spent with me today. Thank you so much for having me. And I love talking with you. And thank you. You're so welcome. And I think our, our listeners, they can, okay. So if listeners want to follow you on like Instagram or if you have a website or whatever, how do they see your work? Okay. Um, on Instagram, it's Ramona Robbins Reynolds. On Facebook, Ramona Robbins Photography. That's R-O-M-O-N-A. And then my website is RamonaRobbins.com. Easy and so um, consistent with your marketing. Good for you. I, I, I try to keep it simple. I love that. Um, marketing is not my strength. That is for sure. <laughs> we can get into that offline. But <laughs> I think that I so appreciate the time you spent with us. I know that our listeners will definitely follow you and see your work. We're going to share a little bit of your work also that we've had the opportunity to work with you on. And it's been such a joy. And um, for those listening, if you will like, comment, share, subscribe if you haven't already done so. If you have any questions or want to know more about Ramona, you can email us. Hello at francisroy.com. Until next time. <laughs>